0: Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. Get ready, pal. Welcome back. Wake Up
1: Mid-Missouri. I'm Scott Fon, filling in for the Traveling Stephanie Bell. We'll, we should do a poll sometime about where Stephanie Bell is right now. She claims Kansas City, but I think it's like Nepal or or the Catskills or somewhere. Producer Hannah making all the trains <laughs> run right on time.
2: We could do like a Where's Waldo, but it's there Where's Stephanie Bell.
1: I love that. And the radio legend, John Marsh. Good morning. And my daughter has, has played hooky from school. Don't tell anybody at Wardsville for me. She's hanging out with me this morning. Millie, thank you for sticking around.
2: Good morning. Got that dang green sweatshirt on.
1: Uh, well, I saw you have your California Pintos. Yeah, hey, gonna There's nothing wrong with the participation trophy if When's you're When's the last Pinto. time
2: they won a state championship?
1: Uh, 1998 with Caleb Jones and Alex Tuttle.
2: Now How many re- years ago was that? Listen, I've said on the show before, we're still licking our wounds from the uh, butt whooping we got in football this year. It was like... A lot to nothing. Well,
1: I'll tell you what, we have our textures coming in. Best best fast food breakfast, 874 9330. We have a vote for Jack in the Box. And now we have one of my favorites here. Tracy comes in with the Corner Post General Store just outside of Fayette. Good stuff. Now let's talk to a lady that is probably seeing Fayette, Farmington, and every place in between. Crystal Quaid, Democratic nominee for governor. Representative Quaid, thank you for making the time.
2: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
1: How's campaign going?
2: It's going great. I'm having a really good time.
1: So I saw you were now at the Farm Bureau meeting, and that's going to surprise some folks for a Democrat to be at Farm Bureau. But I happen to know you, and you're a Webster County gal. How was your visit with the Farm Bureau?
2: Oh, it was awesome. And, yeah, definitely the first Democrat to be there in quite a while, but I had a really good time.
1: I heard the reception was very warm. It was, yeah. The truth of the matter is people don't quite – if you start counting votes in the Missouri Journal Assembly, if you want to do something for ag, the suburban folks have turned harshly and just stabbed the rural Republicans in the back. It to, to actually do something for ag, it takes rural Republicans, and it takes Democrats. Or you can't pass an ag program in the state of Missouri. The suburban folks, they want all the crazy. They they demand the rural people be there for the crazy. But when it comes time to vote for ag, I mean, they just knife. Is it is it odd to watch across the aisle the suburban folks just knife the rural guys in the back, and they just take it?
2: It really is. Um, yeah, there's not a bill that ha- that goes through the General Assembly um, mostly without the 52 Democratic votes that we have. And so, yeah, that puts us uh, at the seat uh, for discussions and absolutely gives us an opportunity to show that we're more than what folks think we are in the state, but we actually, give, we actually care about rural Missouri, too.
1: Well, you've turned it around. I mean, there, there's two things that happened. It's the right place, right time. First of all, it was, it was interesting to watch the suburban Republicans just turn both guns and try to destroy the rural Republicans. But before then, uh you've had to grow that caucus I mean you've added eight ten members, and that's that though the the math doesn't always count, but the half a dozen times a year it counts they're big bills, and it really matters to have that Democrat caucus and to be able to go talk to some reasonable members in your party and work on a bipartisan bill because without that, and I think the future of that's even more of that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We've definitely been flipping seats, and to your point, I think there's going to be probably another five more Democrats through this next election. In the Ooh, State five? I think so, yeah.
1: All right, now, if you don't hit five, we're going to blame Ashley for for your replacement, right?
2: <laughs> that works for me.
1: I saw the teamsters endorsed you. Good, hard-working folks.
2: Yes, thank you. Yeah, labor is really coming out strong very early for us, and it's exciting.
1: Well, this is the time of year that the Teamsters, uh, you hug your Teamster, right? When you I mean, I have bought so many packages that get delivered. Uh, it's almost embarrassing, and half of those, maybe more of that are delivered or touched someplace in the, in, the, in the chain by a Teamster.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and it's almost every day at this point that they're coming to your door, so you get to know them well, too.
0: Leader Quaid, we do appreciate you joining us live uh, on the program. It's always good to hear from you, and we appreciate it. I know you're running for governor, but in terms of the the, uh, session coming up, which is basically less than a month away, the numbers are still right now. Republicans, 111 seats, Democrats, 51. And again, you've picked up seats, and you, you believe you'll pick up five more. Ideally, what would be one or two main priorities you'd like to see done by the House if you could do it? If we could wave a magic wand and get something done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, I I love the concept of waving a magic wand, (laughs) um, but I I also like to be a little bit more pragmatic than that. Um, We know this next year is going to be intense because so many Republican State House members are running against each other for those Senate seats, Um, and of course we've got lots of senators running against each other for higher office, and so it's going to be a Contentious year, but I do think that there's a lot of space for some things to get done and a big bipartisan effort we're hearing a lot from, not just within the general assembly, but from the governor himself is child care. So I'm really excited uh, that we might find some space in, in that, in the child care area where we can work together and actually help folks out. And particularly, you know, that's an issue that is affecting rural, rural Missouri quite a bit because so many of our schools are on 4 day school weeks and there's just no one to help out with the early, early age kiddos. And so I'm hoping so we can get something
0: done there and i did speak to your colleague representative shields who was very uh, confident about that and there were obviously strong democratic support for that uh, mm-hmm. senator arthur carried the bill and the reason it died because of a republican filibuster that was a couple senators reading out of books um so they they were hopeful of that if i may follow up too the governor will will find out his budget proposal probably early to mid-january But in the past couple of sessions, he has funded Medicaid expansion um, under orders. I know he was under orders from the the court, but, but obviously he did fund it. Are you confident that Medicaid expansion will be funded in January as well?
2: Oh, absolutely. I am. Uh, we have seen, um, you know, over in my time in Jefferson City, we have had 19 rural hospitals closed. And a big piece of that was because there just wasn't enough funding to keep those doors open. And so now that Medicaid expansion has been funded by the by the General Assembly and the governor continues to make it a priority. We know folks all over the state deeply care about having affordable health care. Folks are using it. And so, yeah, I think that he's going to propose that again.
0: Thank you, Leader Quaid. Representative, give us your take on the ethics investigation into Speaker Plocker.
2: Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> that is one that, you know, there's one uh, I don't. I'm not privy to the information that is going on in that hearing. So I can't give you any secret insider scoops. I wish I could, but I can't. Um, you know, I think that it's an unfortunate, an, another distraction that we're going to have in an already contentious election year. Um, we don't know how long this is going to go on for, but I do know that, you know, we could guess enemies of the speaker are going to continue to dig in and use this to distract from the stuff that needs to actually be happening for Missourians. So it's unfortunate that this is going on. But as always, um, I try. Our ethics committee, they do a great job. It's a completely bipartisan committee, and I've always supported whatever they come out with. So we trust them to do the job necessary. But again, I think it's going to be another distraction that is going to unfortunately get in the way of our jobs. Do
1: you think? Do you feel a little bit like Senator Rizzo sometimes, the minority leader in the Senate? For the most of the last four years, he's just got to put his feet up, make popcorn for everybody, and watch the Republicans fight. Now you've got the Republicans fighting each other, trying to kick each other out of office, trying to decide who can hire who's LA. I mean, it is. uh, You get to be a little JJ Rizzo like now, just watch them fight, right?
2: Yeah, it's it's going to be nice because, you know, I, I often find myself being more like the mom in the room and trying to keep them, <laughs> you know, from burning everything down and just being really stupid. But at this point, you know, yeah, because they are attacking each other so much, it is a lot more like the Senate. Um, so I don't know if the House members just got bored and wanted to be like them. I don't know. So let me
1: ask you this. Uh, there's a, There's some question right now in the House over who hires your L.A.s. Um, your staff, you have one of the better staffs I've ever seen in the minority leader's office. I mean, you, you've got several talented folks, uh, starting with Michelle, who you had before you were a minority leader. Who does Michelle work for? Does she work for you, or does she work for the House Clerk?
2: Michelle works for the people of the 132nd District. That's who Michelle works for. Um, but to get into the, the actual question that you're asking, um, yeah, we get to hire RLA's. That's the benefit of it. But because do you? I, am, I mean, yes, we do.
1: I think it's going to be interesting to decide if you actually do or you don't. That's going to be an interesting thing. Maybe it's a little inside baseball. Let's talk about something that's not inside baseball. Yesterday, the Missouri Times reported that today it's likely Senator Carl Leslinger will be tapped to head Desi, uh starting in July after session. What do you think of Carl as the pick to head Desi? You
2: know, I think uh, I generally am uh, avoidant of pitting Picking po- politicians to run our departments, but I'll tell you that Carla is one that I, I got bipartisan text messages from everybody yesterday who were thrilled with the pick by, by the governor to head Dessie. Um She is somebody who has worked across the aisle um, in her years in the elected capacity to come up with great education policy, and I think folks are excited that she's taken over.
1: Look, I mean, I, I don't I don't think it's any secret that on the other side of the aisle, there are a lot of DESI fans. But also, what people don't don't see is tons of schools and folks in the education establishment just want rid of desi they just see it as an annoyance i think there was some dark days ahead if they didn't get this pick right and i think old charlie shields peter hirsch the folks on that board mary Schrog, i think they did pretty well by getting a a wasola gal who's not far from webster county from where you're from i actually think that department was going to start to see significant wholesale there's going to be change in education no matter what that's just going to happen whether it's changed in order to make it better or just to tear it down I think a pick like Carl Esslinger it makes a lot better shot that the changes are actually to make it better instead of just get rid of it.
2: Absolutely. And and she has shown um, in her time that she's somebody who really wants to know all of the details and wants to talk to everybody impacted by the bills or by, by the policy changes at this point and the regulatory changes. And so, yeah, I'm really hopeful that she's going to turn the ship around. And I would say, you know, the issues with DESE are not just partisan issues. Oh. I have had Democrats um, come to me with their frustrations over the past few years as well, uh, especially folks from the education space who have worked there for a very long time. And yeah, I think I think this was an interesting move, and we're excited to see where she takes it.
1: I've personally been on these airwaves defending desing the education establishment. They couldn't have knifed me harder. I, I feel you. I, it is it is a startlingly bizarre operation that is in desperate need of. I, I was kind of in the pan to just burn it down, but I with Carl Essling. If you give it to Carl Esslinger, well, if she's running something, it's not going to be incompetent.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and she's proven that, and so, you know, while I don't agree with her with everything sure. as in her elected capacity, I think that this is, uh, I highly respect her. She is well-liked by everyone, and I know that she's going to give this uh, job everything it deserves.
1: All right, just me and you chewing the fat here. Who uh, who do you want to run against? you got Bill Igle, Jay Ashcroft, Mike Kehoe. <laughs> You're going to be waiting for that Donnybrook to end in August to run against one of them. Which one do you want?
2: Yeah, you know my my opinion on that changes almost every day. To be honest with you, because um, because it is going to be a really interesting year to see. You know, they're already starting their paid attack ads against each other online, and so uh, this is another situation to your point earlier where, in with their primary fight, I kind of get to kick my feet up and just watch and keep my head down and do the work of raising money that I, and traveling the state that I need to on my side. Um, But to answer your question, you know, I think. I think that when it comes to whether it's Bill Eigel pretending to burn books on the, and whatever he's saying about doing that in the future, that provides a space for us. Um, Ashcroft, obviously the most extreme and, uh, the name ID that I think is going to draw some national attention. So that's who we're looking towards, uh, to be winning that.
1: See, match. I'll just tell you, I think this is just my, my, uh, my white trash intuition tells me, My crystal meth ball, as we'd say it down in in Southeast Missouri, I think you want to run against Ashcroft. I think it gets your competitive juices flowing and gets you angry. Am I wrong?
2: Oh, you're definitely not wrong there. I mean, we we (laughs) already go toe-to-toe in committee all the time because he doesn't remember what his job is, and he likes to show up to testify um, on things that are complete. I give him credit for that.
1: I I, I like the fact he comes in. But I I think Millie's kind of with you. Millie's for Kehoe, but I think Millie's actually for Claudia Kehoe, right?
2: Yes. (laughs) I think we all are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's about right. Representative Quaid, good luck on the campaign Joe. Hope you'll come back and visit with us here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Thanks for the time.
2: Thanks so much for oh, having me. I can't you know, let you, you go. go. <laughs> Wait
1: a minute. You've got to chime in. Best fast food breakfast. Where at?
2: Oh, goodness. I, I don't know if it qualifies as, as fast food, but I go to Waffle House. Yeah,
1: that's uh, good. It, it's good. That's for sure. Waffle House is good. But I, I don't really... To me, Waffle House is like pre-breakfast at like 1.30 in the morning <laughs> is kind of where I'm hitting the Waffle House at. <laughs> Representative, thank you for the time. Thank you, guys. We will be back with our business news here coming up on Wake Up in Missouri. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri.